This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. Hello, and welcome to the Software and Technology Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, James Kent. Make sure you are subscribing to the podcast on Apple's podcasts or Spotify to stay up to date on all the great software and technology content MarketScale is bringing you. And if you're looking for more great content on a number of industry verticals, please be sure to check out MarketScale.com. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about PropTech or Property Technology. PropTech technology transforms the way people research, rent, buy, sell, and manage a property. It's holistic. It touches across all aspects of the industry from developers, investors, and property management companies. To help unpack this technology and give a better perspective on what it is, where it's going, and what people need to know about PropTech is my guest, Matthew Knopf. Matthew is the VP of Service and Fulfillment for Position Imaging, a leader in fulfillment, package logistics, and asset location. Matthew, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it, James. Okay, Matthew, here's a loaded question right off the bat. What is PropTech? Why is it a buzzword that's popping up lately? And what is position imaging's role in the prop tech equation? And while you're wrestling with all of that, if you could explain your background a bit, because you're known as a prop tech entrepreneur, you recently joined position imaging. And my suspicion is your prop tech background fits into this puzzle somehow. That's a uh, wide ranging question. It was a loaded question. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll start with the first one. You know, what is, what is PropTech? And I think you very well summarized it in the sense that it's, it's the way in which real estate owners, developers, managers, builders, you know, optimize technology that helps people. And as you said, rent, buy, sell, and manage properties. The most interesting thing about it, I find, is the ability of technology to span across multiple industries and uniting them all with an underpinning of a a platform, which then allows you to do many things associated with the building from manage rent rolls, to give people access to the building, to deliver packages, to integrate with an elevator system to locks that even go on the door of your of the apartment or the office and then once you get inside that office or home all of the integrated platforms and services and products and features everything from from nest and and to how you turn on your music and how you watch television how you manage your air conditioner and everything can be integrated literally from the front of the building all the way down to the bathroom. So from a property management perspective, how new or innovative is PropTech? Has it been around for a while and is evolving or, you know, it's become more advanced? Or, or is this a transformative evolution that is taking place in the space? It, it is a transformative evolution. And, and it's funny, I, I say this now that I started in PropTech and I'm using air quotes. In, in 2008, 
And at the time, the, the term prop tech didn't even really exist. And I, I was working in New York City for a uh, digital marketing firm that also did content management systems. And it was the idea of reaching out to all these huge landlords and building owners in, in, in New York City and explaining to them how they could utilize technology to streamline the way they lease up specifically office buildings, but also how they market their buildings, how they uh, support their tenants within the building, how they can partner with other third parties and, and streamline through the utilization of technology. And it was these really, it was very heady days and the real estate market was, you know, it was 2008, it was right before the market crash. And one of, one of the most uh, interesting things I remember from 2008 when I, when I started was that there's this organization called New York Tech Meetup. And it's still around today. And they've been the platform for many, many, many companies. And then the concept is five companies get five minutes to get up on stage and pitch their idea. And back in the day, it was just like a bunch of nerds meeting in some space that we were given for free. And there's like 30 or 40 people standing and everybody gets to pitch their idea. And then obviously then everybody, you know, networks afterwards. And it was one of the most interesting ones. I was, um, I was at the New York Tech meetup when Twitter presented. And it was the, they, they presented this and it was the whole idea of what can you possibly say in that limited amount of characters. And I think we all see where that ended up eight years later is we, we ended up electing a, a president who utilized the Twitter platform. You know, with this technology, do you feel that also it took a while for the technology providers and the service providers to connect the dots and say, hey, wait a minute, all, all of this technology could be packaged up and utilized in the property management space? Absolutely. Historically, uh, property owners, property managers have been, uh, they're notoriously slow to adopt technology because basically they have a building and you either you rent and live there or you rent and you work there. And basically everything that they thought about was concentrated to the physical space. And so the idea of explaining and educating them on how technology could allow them to improve the tenant experience, improve the amenities of the building, lease up more buildings, market their buildings, enhance their portfolio, was it was a, it was a long road to hoe. And I, and I would say it took about four to five years. And then right around 2012, 2013, um, it's really with the mobile devices and mm. the, the expansion of all these other platforms like, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Google and, and all of that, um, that then the, the things really started moving faster. But again, the real estate industry is like, what do I, you know, why do I need to do this? People are still going to rent from us. They're still going to live here. They're still going to, you know, they're, they're late adopters, I guess, is, is the word that would be used. Mm. And, and in 2015, I helped co-found and started a company called Butterfly MX. And now what Butterfly MX is, it's a access control, it's a video intercom that goes on the outside of a building. And, you know, instead of a traditional intercom where you buzz and it buzzes in the apartment and then they buzz you in, we transformed that whole experience and we added a video component, we had a mobile app component. And so 
when a visitor would come to a building, they would use the video touchscreen, call the resident, and anywhere in the world that that resident has cell service on their mobile device, they can answer on the app, see the person at their building, and let them in the building. Now, in 2015, explaining that to people and, and, and persuading people the, the value of that and, and how, how much that would improve the quality of their tenants' lives and the security of the building um, was pretty, was a tough, you know, it was a tough conversation to have because it was just kind of mind-blowing. And it, it's in 2021, it sounds un, unreasonable that people would even push back against that. But we, we had a lot of conversations with people that were like, there's no way, no way that people are <laughs> going to use a mobile device to open the front door of their building. And now, obviously, you see where we are today. And, and tying that back to position imaging, I feel that in the same respect, the proliferation of package deliveries and buying online and picking up in store, the onset of COVID, the, the need for, you know, touchless, contactless needs, um, you know, we're in basically that same position, no pun intended, with position imaging and, and the products that we provide because there is an expected higher level of package management, retail experience that meets the needs and the expectations of, of what people have today and, and their use of technology to streamline and make more efficient their whole, you know, their user experience on, on a daily basis, whether you're buying something or, or picking up a package inside your building. So after this initial resistance to technology, are property managers now uh, craving more solutions? And if so, what types of solutions are they looking for? Well, it's interesting that you say that, but one of the biggest issues is that the people that actually end up using PropTech and installing PropTech yeah. typically have nothing to do with the decision on which PropTech is put in the building. So you, you have building ownership, you have asset managers, you have people that manage specific divisions, but, but at the end of the day, there are two people that I find critical to the adoption and the successful utilization of PropTech, and that is the person who installs whatever prop tech device you're using in the building or in the apartment, and the level of knowledge that they have on and how to network that, how to install it, what's the right power supply to utilize when they actually install it. A lot of times these people are low-voltage installers with GCs on a construction site who show up that day, they get handed a device, they hang it on the wall, or they, you know, they, they, they put it in a, a package room in a building, and they literally had no experience up until that point with the product. And after they install it and, you know, their job is finished there, they pretty much don't have any afterwards. So that's one. And, and I, I want to deep dive on that a little bit further. And then the second thing is you have these property managers. And, you know, God bless property managers. They have one of the hardest jobs in the world. And I don't think that everyone truly appreciates how challenging and multi-dimensional their, their jobs are on a daily basis. So then you have these property managers who also had no input on the decision of which technology is being used in the building. And then all of a sudden they just get an email or they go to a meeting and they're like, hey, we're installing this new access control system. We're installing this new you know, video door management system. We're installing a new package room. And the success and the adoption of that technology hinges on these two people. One, it needs to be installed properly to function properly, and that's, that's the low-voltage installer. 
and all the variables that go into that. Is the internet strong enough? Is the power system adequate? Does it uh, work with the pre-existing infrastructure of the building? And then secondly, if you don't have the buy-in and the understanding by the property manager of what exactly that technology is looking to do, they're not going to be advocates. And if they're not advocates, then ultimately, at the end of the day, the tenants who interact with the actual technology themselves, their level of engagement and their level of ad adoption is all hinges upon whether or not there's buy-in from the property manager. It's getting these people to have buy-in on the technology at the building is critical to the success of, of any PropTech product and, and how it's utilized in the building and how successful it is and how much people like it. It all hinges on those two, those two factors, the installation and then the person who deals with it on a daily basis. And then ultimately, we want to take it even a step further, the tenants who are the actual end users of the product themselves have absolutely no input on these decisions at, at a building. And then, right. right. And so it's a multi-layered, not only sales process of, of, of convincing a, a building owner to put in the technology, then there's the whole installation process to make sure that that goes well. Then there's the whole education and training process of the, the manager of the building, and then ultimately the user experience of the tenants. Okay, so there's a little bit of a disconnect, a barrier, if you will, it sounds like, between property owners and the managers. So the property owners end up saying, yeah, this makes sense for our properties. Let's put in this technology. And then, as you said, the poor property manager suddenly is left with well, this, this uh, technology is being installed, here's the installer, and you know they don't know what to do. W what do you recommend? What, what are the recommendations for kind of making this all gel? The responsibility to make sure that people understand how to use the technology is falling upon the technology companies themselves. The building basically shifts that responsibility to whoever the technology provider is. We then become a part of the not only the installation process, but also the training. So now all these technology companies have now become partners uh, with the building management and, and getting their buy-in and getting their endorsement is, is critical to the success. Within the prop tech industry, there are, uh, there's a subset of, I want to call them educators or trainers who made this connection with property managers who then using a traditional you know, business and marketing they become recommenders. And then once you get the buy-in from one of these property managers or the buy-in from one of these installers, then they now recommend this technology. And then they tell their other property managers, they tell their peers, they speak to building management. Wow, this makes my life so much easier. This eliminates the need for me to manage the packages. This eliminates the need for me to let people in the building. I can now see and track anybody and when anybody went into the uh, package room, which whereas before, they didn't. They didn't have any of that information. The technology companies now need to establish this relationship with property managers and installers, which I don't want to say subverts the role of the building owner, but it's almost like a secondary relationship that has now been created, which I think is wonderful because not only that, it gives these technology companies a feedback loop on how to improve their product, how to make it easier to use. And um, you know some of the you know innovations and, and features that have been rolled out in PropTech basically have come from property managers and installers, and that's the only reason. 
I'm not focusing on that so much because they are the actual end users and installers. And then the feedback loop that they provide to these prop tech companies improve the product. And so it's almost this uh, you know, secondary communications channel that proliferates the technology, proliferates its adoption, but also improves the actual technology itself. I want to circle back to position imaging. Uh, we've just briefly touched on position imaging a few times in the podcast, uh, but let's dive in a bit deeper. What are the services you provide for customers looking for prop tech solutions? This was happening in the industry is, is, is package management. There's the residential yep. and office, and then there's retail. Residential and office is very similar. Um, especially with the onset of COVID, the proliferation of packages, people ordering online, it's an, literally an avalanche of packages being delivered to buildings on a daily basis. And then on top of all that, factor in Amazon, and then the, you know, the splitting up of the courier industry, where you have not only do you have your traditionals, you know, FedEx, UPS, DHL, but now you have Amazon drivers, but then on top of that, you have Amazon gig drivers. Mm-hmm. And then on top of all that, you have all the individual regional uh, couriers, um, you know, that, that are delivering food. And, and then the need to manage all of that, and that's why I go back to the property manager and, and all of their responsibilities. This is, was an unintended, like when they signed up. In they, didn't, they didn't sign up for this avalanche of packages to exactly, show up every day. Exactly. And that is where our technology comes in. So what position imaging has done and, and is doing is we, we've created a proprietary artificial intelligence computer vision-based product that allows more or less couriers to arrive at a building, scan in a package, assign it to a resident, put it in the package room. The resident then, again, gets a you know, notification on their mobile device or an email. You have a package. They go down. They, they, they come home from work or school or wherever. Mm. They use their QR code. At our, at our kiosk at the package room, they scan in, the system knows who it is, they go into the room, they get the retrieve their package, and the whole system, you know, the whole exchange has been completed. And what that I described does not require the inter- interaction with the property manager, with the doorman, with the porter, with the concierge uh, basis. So what we've done is we've eliminated the need for that to be managed on a daily basis. And then combine that with the hundreds and hundreds of packages that you're receiving on a daily basis, and then extrapolate that across the whole country, and you can see that this is a problem that real estate owners and developers need to solve. Oh, absolutely. That's right. And then so that that is what our product does. And then I'll, I'll take it a little further. Our, our proprietary uh, technology, not only when they go into the room, we have a computer vision that A, monitors the location of the package, but also directs the resident or tenant and to where their package is precisely on a shelf with a, a, a laser-guided mm. pointer. So you walk into the room and there's a, a laser pointing at your package specifically. And if you take someone else's package, the system's going to let property management know. Wow. And if you move other packages, it's all recorded. So basically, it's, it's, it's the first package management system that not only doesn't require a massive amount of hardware, like a 
locker, uh, which is you know a um, new-ish way of managing packages, but but it allows you to have free-ranging. You can utilize your rooms. You don't have to put in a whole locker system, and 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 more or less the system learns from regular use, from regular tenants, and 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 eventually, and that's where the artificial intelligence comes in. It becomes a much cleaner, streamlined experience for everybody without the need of uh, management. Um, and and whereas previously, I, I'm sure you've seen, I'm sure everybody's seen it. You walk into a building, you see all these boxes piled up in the lobby. Um, this eliminates all of that and creates a secure transaction, for lack of a better term, for the tenant to retrieve their package. You know, I'm not always left speechless, but uh, that leaves me a bit speechless because that's it's pretty amazing stuff. Um, wow. I, I would agree. So, you know, we talked just about residential, but you also mentioned retail. Uh, what are you doing in that space? You know, the, the proliferation of people's need to purchase something online, and, and, and it's a term in the industry called BOPIS. It's an acronym. It's buy online, pick up in store. So our platform, utilizing the same exact um, Amoeba technology, which is what our, our product is called, it's an Amoeba module, can be applied in the retail setting. And, and that can be at a you know, UPS access point, it could be in a mall, it could be in a retail store. The solution that we provide is an, it's an eye pickup center. And, and what that does is, is it allows somebody who purchased the product online to then go into a store and utilizing a QR code or, or a pin, and the same technology is going to point at where the product is on the shelving system right when they uh, come into the store or if they have a specific location, and then they can go over, pick up their product, and then they leave. And again, very little management, very little assistance, and everything's monitored and tracked and securely but through the utilization of technology. Um, and those two right there, package management and online purchasing pickup are have exploded over the past year. And so the need for this type of a technology platform is, is greater than it's ever been. And, and so now I'm going to go back to the whole idea that the uh, understanding by couriers of how to use the system, it's, it's, I, I feel that I'm in the same position I was five years ago, when we were explaining to people that you were going to open your front door through a mobile device, it's everybody's kind of like, oh gosh, you know, how are you going to get, you know, you know, FedEx or UPS or somebody along those lines to use your system? I think five years from now, FedEx, UPS, they're not going to deliver to a building unless you have one of these systems. Right. It's going to be expectation, a normalcy that today, I don't want to say it's hard for people to imagine. But it's just going to be a standard interface that it becomes industry-wide. It'll be incumbent upon these couriers to not only educate their, their delivery personnel, but then also to integrate with these package management systems so that we can streamline the whole process. And so then that gets back to my whole larger, the installation process and then the integration with all the different platforms. Um, I, I think that within, you know, probably faster, within two to three years, that's just going to be an expectation. And if you aren't integrated with the system, you're going to be looked at as, as not necessarily uh, tech forward. And it's uh, the efficiency of your deliveries and the security of your deliveries and the tracking of your packages is going to be inferior to people who are utilizing these systems. 
Matthew, because you're an entrepreneur in this particular space and you've seen how this technology has evolved over the past decade, what do you see as the next big change in prop tech? What's coming? What has you excited? And are there any concerns you see on the horizon? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I I think one of the biggest concerns is privacy. Yeah. Right, exactly. The utilization of people's personal information in order for these platforms to work. And and I think the the EU has it right with the GDPR, which was a recently enacted privacy and regulations that govern prop tech companies in in the EU. Uh, California has similarly adopted the CCPA, uh, which is the California Consumer Protection Act, which at least give tenants, end users, residents, some ability to track how their information is being utilized and also have it removed if they would prefer. And these, I feel, are very perfunctory, low-level requirements that that I I think we will get to as, as an industry and as a nation. And those, again... You know, that, that, that would be my only concern, but that's, I think, you know, a concern that uh, expands beyond prop tech, and, and that's just kind of technology in general as, as a whole. I think that there's been a lot of unfettered uh, utilization of individuals and from individual information, and, and I think we're going to have some type of uh, reckoning on that. And, and I think that will that'll be good for the industry, and I think that'll be good for technology, and I think that will give people more confidence and security in utilizing technology. Now, what's on the horizon? The, the technology that I just talked about at Position Imaging, um, you know, our, our AI-based computer vision, the ability for that to be applied in, in, in other verticals other than real estate is really what you know is it, super exciting. The the number of different ways that you can apply this technology supersedes real estate. Beyond that, you know, we are also developing, you know, as computer vision improves, as tracking, you know, package tracking and location services and GPS and, and satellite-based communications grow, the, the idea that we would, like, to, I'll give you an example. For example, we're, we're developing a technology called Farbar. Now, what Farbar is, you know, the, the scenario that I just explained to you before where FedEx comes in to the building, they go to the kiosk, they look for the tenant, they scan it in, they put it in the room. We're developing this Farbar technology where, you're not going to need to do any of that. FedEx is going to come into the building. They're going to scan in their, you know, put in their code or hold up the card code or get access to the room. And they're just going to put the package on the shelf and walk out. And our, our technology will be able to read the label, find the name of the recipient on the package, and notify them that they have a package. That, that's ultimately, that, that's where we're going to get to. And imagine the efficiency. Not only will the couriers love it and the buildings love it and the tenants love it, but that right there, we've just streamlined an entire process that then we're going to go look back at these pictures of package rooms (laughs) and lobbies with boxes all falling all over each other. Historically, moving packages from one place to another. I mean, if you want to go back to, you know, 17th century and, and, and the way... You know, tea was moved across the ocean. And it's the same concept. It's the ability to move a product from one place to another and securely and make sure it arrives at the recipient. And these are universal challenges that have existed throughout the history of mankind. And we're just simply helping to make that a, a smoother process utilizing the tools we have available to ourselves. Going back to Logistics 101. 
That's right. Exactly. All right, Matthew, we've covered a lot today, uh, but in case we haven't covered it all, is there anything else we haven't discussed but you'd like to tell a listener before we go? PropTech, right now you have a lot of disparate players providing services that get you from you know, the front of the building, into the building, into the elevator, into your apartment, then you get into your apartment, and then you can talk to your Alexa, you can manage all of that. There's going to be a consolidation, which happens in every industry, where there's going to be some player who basically cobbles together all of these disparate service providers and comes up with a platform that basically does everything that I described. And then when that does happen, hopefully that will be done in a, a manner that is secure, but also uh, improves the quality of our lives. It's almost getting back to, it's moving us closer to the Jetsons. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last but not least, Matthew, if people want to get in touch with you or Position Imaging to learn more about your product solutions and services, what's the best place for them to start? You can always email me directly, matthew at position-imaging.com. You can obviously go to our website, and you know we have, we have a ton of you know sales reps and engineers. As you can tell, we love to talk about our technology, um, so we are always available and and ready and willing and able. And, and with the advent of Zoom meetings, we can pretty much meet with anybody, anytime, any place uh, to talk about any one of these services that um, would be able to help improve uh, your your residential or, or retail experience. Fantastic. Matthew Knopf, VP of Service and Fulfillment for Position Imaging. Thank you for your insights today. Um, Thank you. Thank you for your time and uh, be well. All right. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Software and Technology Podcast brought to you by MarketScale. If you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button, leave a rating and a comment for us, and make sure to pass the show along to someone else who may enjoy listening to some great thought leadership and industry content. I'm your host, James Kent. Let's talk again soon.